Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Bij Burger King gebeuren spannende dingen. Wat dacht je van een classic cheeseburger, chicken nuggets burger of sundae voor maar 1 euro per stuk? En dat is nog niet alles. Alle King deals zijn maar 1 euro. Haal ze nu alleen bij Burger King. Hello everyone, welcome to the Royal Blue podcast. Well, it's that name, it's Wayne Rooney, a Wayne Rooney special. We all remember the name and we can't forget it at the moment because it's all anyone's talking about today, the last couple of days. And more importantly than that, his chances of coming back to Goodison in what would rank, I would say, as a, a sensational return. Certainly it would be a headline grabbing, not just in this country, I guess, uh, around Europe and the world. We've spoken on this podcast, as I'm sure you know, a lot about Wayne Rooney. Uh, I should say it's me, Greg O'Keefe, Phil Kirkbride, Gavin Buckland and Tony Scott joining us. Um, so you may well know our different views on him, but just to recap, Scotty's been banging the drum for the past 20 years and, you know, kind of <laughs> absolutely thinks it's an amazing move. Gav, not so much. And me and Phil probably sat on the fence. No, I don't remember what we said. You're going to have to get off that fence <laughs> Even so, uh, it would probably be apt, and I think he'll, he'll demand it anyway, to give the, the first words on this to someone whose hairline is similar to Rooney's. And, uh, I think he's got a bit more now, he? Maybe, although it's cost him a few quid. <laughs> yeah. Tony Scott, it looks like it's genuinely gathering momentum now. It may well be happening. What's your, what's your thoughts as it stands on him coming back to Goodison Park? Pleased, very much pleased. Commercially, for Everton Football Club, it's massive. I mean massive. The global stance to what Everton will now become is that already, this, as we've seen this summer, the, the most talked about football club in England, Everton, by making these five signs that they've made so far, by adding Wayne Rooney to that list, goes global, goes worldwide. Everyone knows Wayne Rooney all over the world, from Asia to Australia, USA, all around Europe. Wayne Rooney is known, and Everton are going to be talked about worldwide, and that's what Farhad Moshiri wants. Now, every shirt next season, you can guarantee all kids up and down the country who support Everton will want Wayne Rooney on the back of their shirt. That's how much it will mean to Everton off the pitch. Now, I'm looking at it from a commercial side as well. If you're, if you're a multi-million pound business and you're, what, you're, Everton are going to be on your big screens every single week, Sky Sports are going to be wanting to watch Everton every single week now. The most talked about team, we want to see Wayne Rooney, we want to see if he's going to fail, we want to see if he becomes a success. Now, if Wayne Rooney's sitting there with sport pace on the front of his shirts, they want a bit of that. Every advertiser wants to, uh, to be a part of Wayne Rooney. Now, that's from a commercial side. On a footballing side, I still think he's got a lot to offer, and especially at Everton. He's got a footballing brain probably better than anyone else in, in the current Everton team that I know of. He could put, through, put a pass through the eye of a needle to certain players that couldn't even dream of it, currently in an Everton squad at the moment. He's got a lot to offer, set pieces, everything else. I still think if you're going into big games as well, as we've seen last season, winning at Manchester United late last minute, sitting back, drawing one, drawing one, one. Big games where we've blew it towards the end. He's got that winning mentality that will see you over the line. Now we see what did Jose Mourinho do towards the last ten minutes of the Europa League final last season? 
bought Wayne Rooney on, kills the game, wins fouls, next minute they win the Europa League. That, that big game mentality, you can't emphasise it enough. We look at this current Everton team at the moment, even look at the squad. Now, I don't want to sound harsh on them, they're full of losers. None of them have won any of them. Go through the team from Pickford to Coleman to Bain to Jagielka to Finesse Mori. Pickford. No, 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 the whole squad in general won nothing in their lives. So when you get to big clubs, when they go and play at Anfield, when they go and play at Old Trafford, the tendency is if you haven't got that big game mentality to see your team over the line, they're going to crumble. Now we've got a player who's won the lot, seen it and done it, and Everton desperately need that. Gav, it certainly is, as they say, a compelling narrative. And I could imagine, how, as Tony says, a lot of attention would be around whether or not he's going to be you know, one last hurrah at the Boyard Club and he makes it a you know, sensational twilight of his career return or he just fizzles out and doesn't work. But whatever happens, Wayne Rooney does make headlines. As, yeah. Tony's, as Tony's compelling argument there turns your head, or are you still... No, no, and uh, you've been practicing that for about six months, though, so that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I, I take on board some of the things. My, my view is, uh, Tony made the point there at the end. He said, "You see the end of the t- Europa League final. Nino brought one of sub ten minutes to the end. So is that what we want to do then? Bring him on a sub ten minutes to the end of games to show things up. Well, that's two hundred thousand pounds a week or whatever it is. To me." Uh, I think we overestimate the commercial and incest angle. I think I've been incest for a bit, but and actually football's a fluid thing, isn't it? It'll just frizzle out as a, as a footballing story. Uh, I think um, the commercial side of it, yeah, people be wearing shirts, but they probably wear shirts to just swap, I don't know, Lukaku for Rooney or something like that. Uh, so the commercial angle, I'm not saying you about... It, you don't think shift more kits? No, no, and, and we're all tied to, as you know, the, the, the deal as well is a bit stringent isn't it I suppose so I think in the short term we overstate the, the, those sides of it about the incest and so on um, so I remain to be convinced on that uh, but I share the wider view is that what as Everton doing this as part of a wider transfer policy and um, you know bringing lo- you know, several players in and really being one of them I can see why that generally, generates interests but then that's what it's doing at the moment, so not just Rooney specifically. Uh, and I just I just don't see it from the playing side as balanced out against the, the money that we're paying about what other alternatives there are, there are and the players that we brought in already and we've got the club. We spoke last week, didn't we, about we've got already two or three players in the area we'd expect Rooney to play. And for me, it doesn't work on that basis. I think Phil made the point last week that you said somebody Man United has said they're quite, you know, um, I wouldn't say scared of Evan, but that you know the the notion Evan and the see Evan as a threat. So if they see Evan as a threat, why would you sell Wayne Rooney to us? Why did they sell Morgan Schneider to us then? But 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 they see Evan as a threat now. Maybe not not in February, but because a okay they want to get him off the weight wage bill. But two actually, do you think that he's a shot? He's a shot footballer. Well, so if they caught that, Kevin, why did he start 15 games for them last season? We put 15 out of how many games did Man United play last season? A lot, year? a lot. Right. I'll rephrase yeah, yeah. that then. He played 46 times for them last season. Yeah, but off the suspension, do we want to? 15 starts isn't bad, is it? No, but I don't Five goals, five assists. Whether the value... Calvin Lewin, Kevin Morales, 
Kone, Valencia, look at these types of players. Yeah, exactly. But Your starter, good games for Everton last yeah, season. Yeah, but do we want somebody making 15 starts during the season and paying them £200,000? I don't care it. what I'm paying him. It's not my money. I want a well, player who's going to do the business for Everton next season. I don't care if he's on 500 grand a week or five. You want him to do the job, but I'm not interested in that much. But can he, do, can he do the business? That's the thing. Yeah, he's proved he can. But yeah, 2010, it could be when he was at his peak in 15 But he proved last season he still can. But did he? He made 15 starts, didn't he? Five goals, five assists. Oh, no, so, it was an hour assist last year. We were going on about Ross Barkley last week. Six goals and six goals and probably eight assists. So six goals. So we're saying that was Everton's second highest goal scorer, Ross Barkley, on yeah, six. So, if, okay, so considering wait. Ross Barkley played what? 30 games last season, 25, 30 games. Wayne Rooney played 15 and still managed five we're goals. Not paying, we're not paying Ross Barkley 200,000. It doesn't matter what you're paying him. You just want to do a job. I, I just I know what you're saying about like he's got like he's got medals and stuff and can contribute. But Samuel Etu was the same, if, if anything. Samuel so he Etu, didn't rub off. Samuel Etu came to the club with a, a bigger sort of like bigger bag of medals is what Wayne Rooney did. As somebody's played to fit, like a range of big clubs, and that didn't work. It doesn't necessarily mean if you come to a club and you, you've you've got a winner mentality and you have I've got like you know show us your medals and you can do do all that. It doesn't necessarily mean that that can transfer straight away. To, to like massively influencing the team, it did with Etu for about two months, then it just fizzled out. It's just with Liverpool when they signed Gary McAllister, it's exactly the same. When he came in, I said, Oh, he's washed up, he's finished, can't run, won a load of trophies in the past, blah blah blah. Next minute, he won the, the treble, who's a massive influence on that young Liverpool team. He won a treble, I don't like when they call it the treble. All right, well, yeah, he yeah. still won a load of cups, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was a massive influence on yeah. the young young players going into big games, all them finals when Gary McAllister stands in next year. You can you imagine Tom Davis and Calvert Lewin and John Joe Kenny? They they're in, they're going to Old Stafford and they're going to Stamford Bridge, they're going to Anfield, big games, getting nervous. And Wayne Rooney's all of a sudden standing next to you, getting changed with you, putting an arm around you, saying, Come on, get all of a sudden you stand up, you but put your chest on, out. He's on the bench, isn't he? If that's the case for me. And well, obviously he's I, think, start, I think the other thing about bringing a winner mentality and people being, I, I don't like to say phrase losers, just that, because you've not won a trophy doesn't actually mean you're losers, just having, you've maybe not had the breaks or you know, haven't played for a big club. Is, well, you're I only 21. The name Baines and I, Jack Elkin and the rest I think, of them. I think that's why we're paying £30 million for players, aren't we, to bring a winner mentality. I wouldn't, I wouldn't like to think we're buying £30 million players so Wayne Rooney can come round to a Ranfield at Old Trafford and put their arm around and said, listen, we can do it today. We're paying £30 million players because actually we expect them to be doing that. And that's my whole point, is I could see Wayne Rooney coming to Everton if that's, we didn't have any other players and, and we've got a load of young players like you're talking about and, and, and sort of you know, building the squad up. But in, in the context of like the players that we're bringing in and we'll bring in in the summer, I don't think it makes sense to me in that, in that context. So don't you think Everton needs someone who's experienced and who's got that winner mentality. We need somebody who provides value for money. He's got a winner mentality. to do with money for me. Regardless of the money situation, Gav, don't you think Everton needs someone with a winner mentality in that team? So every time we go to Anfield and Manchester, we buckle all the well, time. Because the players aren't good enough, as you say, but that's why we're spending £30 million on, a, on several players and may even add to that in the rest of the summer. Let me, let me, at this stage, let me bring in Phil Kirkbride and, and a couple of things I want you to talk about, Phil. First of all, the, the, the time frame of how long Rooney may be at Goodison if it, if it comes off, I guess it would only be maybe, you know, you can tell us about that. And secondly, 
we may well have our opinions on whether or not it should happen, but two important people at Everton have already said they'd welcome him, haven't they? Mm. Start with that mm. and then tell us more about how you think the deal might pan out contract-wise. First of all, I'd love to know when the term winning mentality entered the football lexicon, because everybody says it now, totally. <laughs> yeah. um, so, Steve Walsh and Ronald Koeman obviously have made absolutely no secret of their interest in Rooney. Um, they launched a bit of a charm offensive just after Christmas. Um, and they wouldn't have done that, they wouldn't have used the platform of Sky Sports News if they had it for the day if they weren't serious. Um, if you'd have asked me the question about Rooney coming to Everton last week, I would have said unlikely because all the noise is coming out of out of out sort of out of the club and, and and what have you was that the massive offers from China and the interest from America had had really caught his attention and that Everton were in no position financially to cut a deal. Things have moved staggeringly quick in the last couple of days, although within the context of this summer, perhaps. <laughs> just at the standard pace of things really um, to a point now where talks are taking place over the next couple of days at, at the highest level um, and they're trying to put together a deal um, to bring Wayne Rooney back to Goodison um, a loan deal is, is something I've been told would suit both but obviously they haven't dismissed the idea of, of a permanent deal obviously the hurdles the main hurdle is his wages as I understand it, although you know, happy to be corrected if it's to be the case that Everton are roughly off, willing to offer at this stage around one hundred and fifty thousand pounds a week, which makes him the highest paid earner at the club or would. Uh, it's where the rest of it would come from to make up closer to what Wayne's earning now. I don't know. I can't say I'm privy to how that would work, but that's that's kind of what I've been told. But and the words I think he used at the top of the podcasts, I think there's momentum. And I think there's kind of serious momentum behind it now to the point where the next couple of days, 24, 48 hours, could really make or break it because United go to America on Sunday and I think the feeling is that we will know before then whether Wayne Rooney is returning to Everton or not. And it's probably looking at what a season at Goodison Park... I would would think so. I think at his age, I think Everton would... There's been talk of of a two-year deal. I mean, that would... I'd be surprised at this stage because you know he's 31. You know we don't know what he has left. I mean, obviously my personal opinion is I think he I think he has to come. I think it's I think it's an excellent move for Everton, but understand the other side of the argument. So if you're from an Everton point of view, you think well, and from Wayne's point of view, let's just do 12 months and let's revisit it. Wayne might decide at the end of 12 months. I've really enjoyed it, but I'm no longer Premier League, and now I want to go and explore America or China. Or Everton might go. You've been you've been blinking brilliant. We want you to stay on another twelve months. Yeah. Do you want to do it? So, look, loads of things to happen before he, he's through the door. But as I say, um, there's a real been a real kind of the tide seems to have turned in Everton's favour. Can I get you two to meet in the middle? Given that they're talking about a season. I, you... Well, what I'm going to say on the matter is interesting. Phil's thoughts there. Um, he's got eighteen months left on his Manchester United contract, hasn't he? He sounds a five and a half year. I think he's got eighteen right. months yeah. left. So I think it suits Everton to get an eighteen month low. That way you're getting him for the full season. And then maybe, just maybe, you've got a pre season with him if you're doing a tour. Say for argument's sake if Everton are bigger globally and you can go to the Far East, etc. and you've got Wayne Rooney in your camp then you're having a pre season tour with Wayne Rooney. I think that would help Everton. 
I wonder. I, I wonder a little bit if you're overestimating his the size of his name globally still at the moment. I'm not. I don't think I am. I don't think I'm at all. Wayne Rooney's been the most talked about all I'll English say is, player all, all I'll in say, this country I, for the last 20 years. I agree. But all I'll say is, I think next season they're going to be much. Be- He's not getting his game for England anymore. So Why is he still on a global for? stage, I think his, his his global stature drops off a little bit. And they're going to be probably other players in the Premier League next season, aren't they? You know, who are going to get more traction in terms of like Lacazette could be banging them in. Hopefully, Davy Classen could be a surprise hit and be Sandro. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Whoever Liverpool bring in, so on and so forth. I just wonder if he's still got that. Genuinely wonder if he's still but he's got still, that. He, he's still talked about. And how many, yeah. how many, how many fans, general football fans, will watch Everton next season and be very interested to see how Everton oh, yeah. get on? Yeah. Because Wayne Rooney's but, in there. But look, team. I suppose the thing is, and I'll bring Gavin after this as well. Cristiano Ronaldo and Wayne Rooney are similar ages, if not the same age. Yeah. I would say the difference, key difference is, and you yeah. might accept this. Is that CR7 is still doing a business week in, week out, club and country. Yeah. And that would, you know, that's a global name that kids are still getting in Bangalore and Bangkok, still getting his name on the back. Rooney, 15 starts, isn't getting picked for his country anymore. I I don't know. I just, yeah, I think think you're right. And that. Part of his appeal is that he plays for Man United, isn't it? It's not that he's Wayne Rooney, it's that he plays for Man United. And he's England's record goal scorer. Well, think, but true, true enough. But in the Far East, there's a, there's a stretch to England. Far yeah, they're obsessed with Wayne Rooney. Every time Manchester United travel the Far East in America, Rooney, 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 because Rooney. Because he's with Man United, but you've not tested if he moves to another club. And, and that's my point, really. What, what I would say, which I think Phil touched on there, is that I know sort of, I am against it, but I do trust... Cumin and Walsh, you want them to, to deploy him in something that's going to be beneficial to Evan. I mean, they know they know the game fan for me, obviously. Um, what my concern is, is is the expectations of what he can provide to to Everton Football Club and whether it justifies the financial the financial outlay. And yeah, given that maybe you pay half. His wages, what he's on at Man United, then that becomes a slightly different story for for, for twelve months. I suppose the finances would 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 make a little bit more sense if if United said, you know, you don't have to pay a fee, but you could have like we'll 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 rip up your contract, Wayne, blah blah blah. You're free agent. Everton agree a twelve month deal, so they've paid no fee, then pay. You know, a little bit like the a little bit like the the Ibrahimovic thing. <coughs> Manchester United were able to pay him. Good wages because there was no transfer fee. Yeah. So, you know, no transfer fee offsets is you know higher wages is offset by not having to fork out for the player. So, for twelve months, initially uh, hypothetically, that you know you could see that that would be a decent bit of business. Now, you know, they're not spending the Lukaku money, but you could foresee a situation now where Wayne's arrival would be part of filling in the void, and so using that money, if you like, to to pay for twelve months. For a player of, of his kind of wage demands, Gav, I'll put this to you. Right, if someone, if I say to you now, do not worry about money, forget about money. Love that. What? Completely forget about money. Money is no problem. Yeah. We are the richest club in the world. Would you want Rain Rooney then? No, I, I, I still think that there's better. Is probably better if you looked at our maybe better alternative. I suppose if you're the richest club in the world, you could but go and buy I mean, Yeah, well, that's what I mean. But you know what I mean? But if I, I just, just said to just I, forget, take money out of the equation. But, yeah. 
Money isn't the object. That's what I'm trying to say. Money isn't it, it, the well, object. It is, it is the object, isn't it? Because we, we've still got to we've still got to live within the constraints of financial fair play. We, we've still got a um, we've still got to get a balanced squad. And I say there's that that area of the pitch we've got. But he doesn't play like right up top anymore, does he? You know, and I know he probably wants to. Is we've already got players there who can do that. Who's um, we have there last season? Your Coney's and your Alex, yeah, Calvert Lewin's. Who will have this season? That's that's my point. Yeah, and I he mean, needs as many quality footballers on the pitch. Yeah. And he's a quality footballer. How many it's times did we go? Sorry, Gav, How many times did we go to Anfield with a gang of kids on the pitch? But, but that's my point. Is Buckland. That's my point. Is that if 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 Wayne Rooney was the only player we were going to get in, and you want this summer, and you wanted to do. That would make sense in that context, but actually, Wayne Rooney, in terms of the pecking order of the players we're bringing into Everton during the summer, is way down, isn't he? Because actually, we've probably already bought two or three players here who'd expect to provide more from next season. Hypothetically, Devil's Africa guy, if I said to you, would you agree with the sort of maxim that the success or failure of next season would be determined by the club strength and depth? Would you agree with yeah, that? I would. So, in, so if you, if if you do agree with that, yeah. would you therefore say, actually, I could understand why you bring Wayne Rooney into your squad? Totally. Uh, yeah, I could I could understand that. But what my point is is whether there's better value players out yeah, there okay. for for the money that you, you're but, talking about, and also whether and his age and his you know his his fitness issues and and stuff like that. Um, so. But about, I, I say about down to Cumin and Walsh on this. If they they know what they're doing, then because what then price? I'd agree with. I appreciate. It. I, do, I totally appreciate the concerns over his age and stuff. But what price experience? What price knows how to knows how to In do it? In the Premier League and, and and coming back to a spiritual home. I know I know that the sort of bit of hackneyed phrase and sort of you know riding off into the sunset. Yeah. I haven't got evidence yeah. of the Champions League or something. I, I see that, but it's it's a harsh business, mm. isn't it? Football and. I'm not sure within that whether Bayern Rooney is the is part of the answer. Can I ask you a question? Know them five or six games that Everton played towards the end of last season where they more or less knew they were where they'd finished and they couldn't finish any lower. And they lost a few of them and he went down to Arsenal to the tower on the final day. Do you think a player of his mentality would help for them games? Course, but, but, but do you think he would have thrown the towel in like the rest of the Everton squad? No, of course, but, that, that's, but that's reflecting his career. But the squad they played them final six games last season is not the squad we're going to have this year. That's my point. But the whole, a lot of them players will still play. Well, but, well I'm not sure about that. Well, I can't even say two or three of them. They, well, they've still threw the towel in, haven't they? But no, not necessarily if, if you bring better players in, and that's what we want to do. And that spending is not finished. So I, I would. I still don't, as I say, I can only be a fair view on this. I personally, as a supporter, wouldn't have Wayne Rooney back. But about Sir Coombe and Walsh's judgments on this, and that if they if they think he can come and do a job, they're happy with the financial uh, position, as Phil was saying. Then, then that, that you know, then that's yeah. fine. I, I just I just feel that maybe it's heart ruling heads sort of stuff, and too much of remember what it's like when he came on against Villarreal for Big Duncan's. Testimony, all that sort of business. But well, he was the best player on the pitch that day as well. When he come on, I just feel that there would be regret on both sides that now Everton have got themselves into a position where they can bring him back. Now it's not the player they sold, granted, etc., etc. There would be regret on both sides if they didn't do everything to try and make it happen. And let's just see. On the flip side of it, Phil, do you think if 
if stroke when it happens. Do you think uh, hungrier a point to prove Wayne Rooney in World Cup year will help Everton? I don't know if the World Cup does it does it figure now in his plans? What's what Southgate said to him? You know, has he has he kind of been given a very clear indication that he hasn't got an international future? Well, if he has a good year with Everton, well, surely yeah. I think I, I I suspect maybe it'd be I've committed to coming back. And I, I, I want it to work. I want it to be a success. I'm not here to relax and just coast. No, he, he lives for football, doesn't he? Mm. I'm going to make you feel very old here. We've got a young man who's been with us on uh, on work experience last couple of weeks, who was either three or four when Wayne Rooney left Goodison <laughs> Park. <laughs> Fabulously named Greg Murphy, gentleman scholar. I the reason I'm bringing you in now, Greg, is because. You will have, unlike all of us in this room, you, you won't have really been part of the era when Rooney burst onto the scene at Goodison. I don't think you were alive when he scored that <laughs> wonder goal against Arsenal where you remember the name Wayne Rooney or if, probably a twinkle in your dad's eye. So what I'm getting at is we've all, to different extents, got an, like a bit of an emotional investment in Rooney. Yeah, right? yeah, actually, yeah. yeah. I guess you haven't really. So I'd be interested to find out like, what you think about the prospect of him coming back as a supporter? Um, I'm happy that he's coming back, maybe, but um, there's pros and cons towards the move. I think for him, maybe it's not the right move for himself because you've seen the stick that Ross Barkley's took over the past few years as a scouser, like home, home-born player. Yeah. And maybe if Rooney doesn't turn out to be that brilliant, Maybe uh, the you brilliant player that we think he yeah. might be, they could turn on him, and that won't reflect what he wants to do with Everton and come back to how like, his home, it would say his home, yeah. So I don't know whether it's a good move for him, but I think for us it's great because he obviously brings the shirts, more shirts, more popularity towards Everton Football Club um, and yeah I just think maybe it is a good move maybe it's not um, there's different views um, also if Everton were to obviously get Rooney in I think that is Sigurdsson's still going to come to the club because he plays that sort of number 10 role as well as Davy Klassen who's coming and maybe Rooney won't play as much or or Koeman won't go for Sigurdsson it's a fair point, Phil. I mean, a lot of fans have been rightly excited about Sigurdsson's uh, possible arrival. It's not clear-cut, as you've written several times, and we spoke about it last week. Greg says there, you know, if Rooney comes in, does that mean the end of the pursuit of Sigurdsson, do you think? Or? Not, not. My understanding is not. Um, I see the picture opening up now, Everton preparing for a post-Lukaku world, and rather than looking to find the out-and-out replacement and, and, and going up gung-ho to spend big on, on the top-level striker they can. It appears to me that they're kind of spreading the, the burden, if you like. You know, Ronald, has, as we've mentioned hundreds of times, has said he needs more productivity from around the team. And I feel that they're now trying to piece together, um, sort of trying to fill the void with, with many and not few, if you like. Yeah. Um, so I don't think it would it would alter that anyway Sigurdsson is a player coming into his prime if he's not in his prime you've got two three years of real peak Sigurdsson 
may may only get twelve months of Wayne. So I think to give up on Sigurdsson would be wrong, and I don't think that's the case. I think he's still very much on the list. So would you think really? Given that no player could be guaranteed to start every week, mm-hmm. and clearly one of the reasons you'd think uh, meaning he wants to leave United would be to play more often, how do you think that would come into play? Interesting point. I think he would start a lot more than what you think. I, I look at the big games Everton played last season when you found out a lot of their players just buckles under big games. Yeah. We've said that when we went to Chelsea away, got an eye and <laughs> took them away. The top four away, basically. Exactly. Yeah. Rooney scored against Tottenham and he, he's got I don't know even though it doesn't matter how old he is or how he's performing he can still scare a defender as soon as he gets the ball all of a sudden defender drops a yard doesn't matter he'll drop a yard I just think he'll play a lot more games than what people think regardless of if he sounds he might give you an hour or something yeah, yeah. The command don't forget there's a lot of European games for Everton this season possible of that FA Cup League Cup I wouldn't be surprised if Everton go along the lines of playing the Europa League team and having a Premier League team as a separate. It wouldn't surprise me at all. So I'd be more than happy if if Wayne Rooney was to sign and even if he was given European space in the team and maybe to play 15, 20 Premier League games. Yeah, yeah. Whether that would be sufficient, I'm not sure. Um, I can really say what I've said really on this. I think if he... Um, I, I, do, I do think... Would it be what would be the difference for him sitting on the bench of Man United and sitting on the bench of Everton? I mean, because if he plays more than what he did for Everton, more than what he did at Man United, then I think something's gone wrong for us. Mm. I think he'll start more than 15. What do you think? How much of a factor is the belief and backing of your manager in that, though, Gav? How much is Jose's kind of looking from the outside in, almost cold shoulder of him a little bit, very kind of tough love mentality how much would that change if Ronald who's clearly gone on record as saying he thinks Wayne Rooney can still cut it at the Premier League how much does that change things ok, okay so playing like being a 14 seller we, we said the other week didn't we what would our starting line up be on the opening day of the season so got Ramirez got Clarsen still got Ross Tom Davis, we've got maybe Sigurdsson or a player of that ilk to come in. Mm. Where would you think Rooney would fit in within that setup? I'd bring him off the bench. I'd bring him off the bench, but for the big games coming up, I'd start him. The big, when we've got obviously got the top four to play, haven't we, in the first six but, games? But, I mean, top, top, top of my head, if you went, if Ronald went 4 2 3 1, you'd play Schneiderlin and Geisy 2, you'd have a, an out and out striker, whether that's Ramirez or, say, Giroud. Or, yeah, or, or, yeah, yeah, say, yeah, say, yeah, there's yeah. your target man. You can play Ramirez wide of, the, right, wide of your target man. Wayne could be in the pocket in behind. I don't know who you'd play on the other side. Um, You've got Clarsen maybe. We still well, yeah, if you, play four, if you play 4-3-3, three, three, you, play, you play Guy, Schneidlin, Klassen, and then you three up front. It's it's Ramirez, Rooney, Giroud, or a mixture of the, whoever, you know. Yeah. Is there a danger that... Strength in depth. Is there, want, Phil? is there a danger his arrival could stifle the potential for Sandro to develop? Nah, different players. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sandro's behind, in behind, pace. No, just getting in the eleven. Yeah, 
And uh, I, I, I see Sandro as a, as a main player next season, really do. Yeah, I do. But it's that, that's the point, isn't it? It's about, we talk about bringing all the players in, but it actually starts starts on the opening day. But big clubs have competition. Yeah, they, they but yeah. But if he's if we're spending all this money. I'm Rooney. He's obsessed with Moshiri. He's obsessed with Moshiri. I am. He's obsessed with Moshiri's money. It's not yours, Gav. It's not yours. Don't worry about it. This is what happens when we've been skinned for years. You start worrying about it. First spending. No, not but bad. But you have to bad. You have to be kind. You know, we can't just spend it all in one go. That's for merchants who are on Everton's boards. Worry about. No, no, but it's. It is a constraint, isn't it? It's a not let them worry about it. As football fans, don't worry about what we're paying. But it, well, it does affect what you can spend. But what I'm getting to the point is there is the kind of what the point is now. <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> is, is I haven't spent all that money on players that are all playing sort of in and around the same position. I'd say, Phil, there's a bit of flexibility there. I'd still be a bit worried if Rooney got in the team because I would think, then I'm gone a minute. Why, why is he our first choice 11? Why is he better than some of the players he spent big money for? Well, that's just if you're playing well at the time, isn't it? I I think the cop-out to that, if you like, or the answer, Ronald, as we've said before, would argue different game, different tactics, different teams. I will play and pick the team to win that game. It's not the same eleven every week, every week, every week. It's not dogmatic like that. Injuries as well happen, obviously. And obviously, going back back to to his wages, you know, obviously, perceived wisdom is that Everton are looking to offer something like 150 grand a week. The offer to Rom, we believe, is about 140. So, say Rom leaves the football club, that offer would have still been there. So, what's the difference? About nine years in age. No, in terms of the the outlay for twelve months. If you were saying to Rom, you well, you could have signed that contract, Rom. And then he, and then he goes next summer anyway. Week. No, and if he goes this summer, that offer you just, yeah, you, just you, you just pass yeah. it on to Wayne. I suppose don't the thing, so, yeah, I suppose the thing is they called Rom irreplaceable, didn't they? Yeah. And I suppose well, no one would suggest Rooney would be a like for like replacement, but as a, an element yes. of a yeah. assemble. Yeah. Yeah. So would you take if you go into that issue if Rom Stoke when he was to leave? Would you take Sigurdsson, Jadouz and Rooney to replace Lukaku? Yeah. Gavin. I'd take Sigurdsson. Answer the question, please. Yeah, OK. Politician time. Politician. Come on, mate. You have to get in Mubby now, Gav. Answer the question you've been asked. Sigurdsson, Rooney, Jadouz for Lukaku. Will you take it? Yes or no? I still wouldn't take Rooney. That's not the question. Well, no, there is. The, the answer is no. I'd, I'd take Sigurdsson and Giroud. And not really, just have the two of them. And and then I'd, I would like to see if there was any better value out there for the club in the long term. Just saying. I, I, I make, can't wait for Rooney to score a few goals. I'll look across to you know what? So, so I'll be made up if that happens. I'd say this will be made up. I, you know, if he comes and he's great, then that'd be brilliant. You know, I'm not going to say that. You know, I'd be quite happy to eat humble pie. In that, oh, you know, it's big. Drink a spoon to the first game of the season. Yeah, you've eaten it. This might, this, <laughs> might, this might be a bit. You put a lot on this, you know, working out. <laughs> this might be putting it too simplistically, but is there is the same principles of of valuing somebody's experience and their big game mentality and things like that? Similar to how Cumin has valued Gareth Barry and kept him on. Now, yeah. now, I would expect Wayne to probably play more than Gareth has, but if you look yeah, back sure. at Gareth's record this season, he's gone. He's probably played quite a lot of games, probably more than yeah. you would think. Now, is is the, is that part of Ron's thinking, but in a more advanced position on the field? Yeah, in the final third, I totally agree. 
what have Everton got in the final thirds? As we just said, that he wants a productivity. In the final thirds, who have you got who's comfortable on the ball, who can draw fouls in big games, kill time when you're 1 0 up at Old Trafford? Who have you got? Do you, yeah. well, well, that's who we're going to get, though, isn't it? That's the thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's a fair point, Phil. Yeah, I, got... I mean, I, I could see, I could see that point in relation to Barry. Mm. To be fair, I think that I, can, I could see why. Why do you think Steve Walsh and Ronald Koeman want Rooney then? Because they can still obviously think he can do a job for them, and that, that's and that I vouch if they still think he can do a job, then that's fine with me. But my point is personally. If you if you if you if you were looking at all the players you could possibly buy throughout your, I wouldn't be going to Old Trafford and getting Wayne Rooney. Do you think United fans were having this debate last summer about Zlatan Ibrahimovic? No, because yeah. he, he was still he could still do a job, wasn't he? His lifestyle was slightly different, wasn't it? Wayne's and sort of he, he was still relatively at his peak, wasn't he? PSG, not his peak, but you know he still <laughs> still he's still scoring still, an awful lot yeah, of goals. You know what I mean? He? But that, that's the point. Yeah. But Wayne has been on a steady decline since, as I say, since what the early two thousand and tens. I wouldn't have far. Look at his goal scoring record since then. Still banging goals in left, right, and centre. Oh, I think that. I think if you have a look over the last three, say, David two thousand ten, say last four or five years. He scores. Him. He scored four goals against Liverpool. Three winners well, in well, that five yeah, years. Well, You'd that, take that, wouldn't you? Well, if that's all he did during the season, probably not. It's what he does over the campaign. You can't just isolate individual games within the season and say, "Oh, we did well." Sign him on that basis. If again, this is really kind of hypothetical stuff. But for, if if we if we sat here in twelve months' time and Wayne Rooney had scored the winning goal in the League Cup, or it was his goal that got us into Europa League final, or pushed us into the top, he did something that yeah. you picked yeah, up, yeah, and it was it was yeah. relatively speaking isolated within. Are you going? He was worth every penny because he was the only person with the temperament to have produced at that critical yeah. moment. I, I suppose I what totally agree yeah, I suppose what you'd say is it'd be like the equivalent of two thousand two. The way the sort of Moise here was all done on the back of his goal against Arsenal, wasn't it? <coughs> that sort of like sort yeah. of stamp, you know, the Moise era, didn't it? And if he did the same like for the Cumin era, say mm. last minute winner yeah. against Chelsea or something like that in similar circumstances. Then that'd be great, you know. And I, I, I would quite happily eat humble pie. Mm. But what we're asking is, is not what he's going to be doing in the future. Is is in here and now, as we sit here, with all the options that are available to us. For me, I don't believe that we, we should be getting them. But we are buying other players, though, Gav. I understand yeah, yeah. if we're if yeah. we're throwing all our eggs yeah. in one basket in Wayne Rooney, we're not. We're buying a loads of other players. We're buying strikers. We're buying midfielders, and we're buying him as well. So I can't get the reasons against it when he's just one little part of that. We'll be looking to buy Sigurdsson. We've got class, and we've already got Barkley. We've got Sandro. We've got loads of players. He's not just the. That player, they like, oh, if this doesn't work out, we're not here. Yeah, no, if it yeah, doesn't, yeah. he's on loan, fine, whatever. He, he hasn't cost us any wages yet. He, sorry, he but, has cost us wages, but there's no fee. Yeah, fine, but, if it doesn't work out. But you that. said one of the appeals of Bynum was supposed to be like big game mentality, yeah. winner, all that. Well, actually, but that's why we bought all the other players. And but they haven't so got that, have they? Well, well, so, wouldn't think Stramera. Classen's won a fair bit. Yeah, I mean, big games in this country. When we're talking about <laughs> Pickford from Sunderland and Keane from Burnley, I mean, a proper big winner 
That's what I'm trying well, to I say. I expect them to be big, to go into being big winners. That's why I've Keen and Pickford. Yeah, of course. Well, I suppose. I suppose. I hope you're not experienced. I would imagine you're not saying they haven't got the potential to become oh, big. I'm not. I'm not saying, saying that by any means. Currently, they don't Current, have that in this, in this team right now, that's what we need, okay. and they haven't got that. I'm not saying potentially right. more than likely to be because they look as if they're good characters and they've got that in the locker. But right now in this current Everton team, they haven't got that winning mentality where they can go to Stamford Bridge and Anfield. They'll normally buckle. Yeah, but they're not good enough. They're not good. That, you know, without trying to repeat myself here, is we're talking about old and new Everton here, aren't we? We're talking about the players from last season, many of whom have, have since moved on or will move on. We're talking about a whole new bunch of players that we paid a lot of money for that we would expect to go to Old Stafford and to Stamford Bridge and Anfield and not buckle under pressure. And play to the potential because that's what you that's what you're paying the money for. So the the, the Rooney thing sort of that's to me falls apart and not falls apart. It doesn't necessarily fit in well with that. Well, I'll, I'll answer that as if the Man United game last season sums it up for me. Yeah. Crucial periods in Everton season last year it was whether we could make that step up to yeah. like the top four, top five. We never we drew against Manchester United one one. We won the lot with minutes to go. Next minute, ball's getting pumped in the box. Yeah. Everton brought Calvin Lewin on, losing the ball, didn't make it stick, didn't withdraw the fouls. Yeah. Next minute, ball goes in the box. Everton are getting deep, one one. And then like... he has a pack of kids on the on the pitch yeah, for Anfield. That, that difference, that's what yeah, I'm trying to say. Pack is that the That's what I'm trying to say. Rooney on the pitch, he's more likely to do more than Calvin Lewin, draw the foul, kill the game. Beat Man United one nil. Happy days. Well, that's why. I mean, I've got a quote at the top of my head. That's why we spent two hundred million pounds on players, or will spend two hundred million pounds on players. But they haven't got that in the Reds. That's what I'm trying to say. Well, I'd be slightly worried if that was the case. Because that, that's why we're paying the big money for. And you think they have got that in the heads? Because that's why Keane. Well, not yet. Potentially, as potentially they will have. Okay. Not currently. That's fine. Just, fine. just going back to a point that you two were. I would say debating, probably <laughs> arguing over earlier on, and, and Rooney's profile and and his kind of commercial draw cachet, if you like. What what is to be said about bringing Rooney back in terms of not that Everton have needed any help so far this summer, but attracting the next level of player? If you're if you're if you've gone, say Everton have pushed, say Everton didn't quite get top four, they were fifth, but they went, they made progress in Europe, uh, did all right in the course, whatever. Worst case scenario, you there next to him. If you're a player that is on Everton's target list, and you've seen that Rooney has gone and and and, and Everton have progressed, how much of that you know, sort of makes up your mind, or it gives you food for thought where you go, well, Arsenal want me. They, you know, whatever. I know Champions League, etc. But you know, Wayne Rooney went there. That's a team on the up, and he went there for a reason, etc. You know how much does Wayne's presence? Fact, you know, is it a factor? I don't know. Good point, Phil. Because uh, if you're looking at it from a general football fan's perspective, and you've seen what Everton have done this summer, thing they spent thirty million on a goalkeeper. They bought that centre half, Keane here from Burnley. He's a good lad. In thirty million, they bought Ajax as captain. He's a good lad. And then they bought the lad from Spain. Next, well, Rooney. Jeez, what's going on there? Now all of a sudden, the Rooney deal. You're going, wow. That's that. That's that one where you're thinking, yeah, I'm having a bit of that. So as a footballer fan. A general footballing fan, I think they'd look at the Rooney ones and just go, whoa, whoa did you mean business here? Well, I hope you've enjoyed having a bit of that. <laughs> um, 
debates are plenty. I'm just worried about what's going to happen to Kevin Morales, to be honest with you. I don't know how he's going to get his place. I just wonder what's going to happen to me and Tony when we get outside, to be honest with you. I like the bit where it was like when you're arguing with your missus and you, you said, it's fine, it's fine. It's yeah, not fine, so yeah. it's not fine. Be it's, warned. It's, so is my bum too big in this before I leave the room? Yeah, yeah. Separate beds tonight. <laughs> what's, Greg, can I come off the seat here, by the yeah, way? Yeah. Off this... Um, yeah, no, I'm, I've swayed. I'm, I'm in. You, I'm you're in the income. 12, yeah. 12 months. Oh, lovely. 12 months. Gangs up upon. I'm not having 18 months, but I'll have 12. You'll have 12 months. Sold. Sold. I'll, I'll have 12, 12 months. months just to uh, yeah. help us. <laughs> There's another Greg on the fence here. Yeah. Finally, he says, yeah. yes or no, he didn't. He said. He was another politician, <laughs> Buckland yeah, School of yeah, Questions. He said, There's no argument for. There's no argument. Mr. Murphy, yeah, final no, no, word. No. Yeah. There yeah, you that's go. That's what we like to see. Right, well, we'll see if the yes becomes it's done. And, uh, I thought we're the only ones that matters. It's, we said yes, he's coming. <laughs> Sorry, so I better tell him. Yeah, You better get the, the bunting out. All right, thanks very much for listening, and uh, we'll be back soon, no doubt, to talk more, probably about Wayne Rooney and other players, maybe coming in exciting times.